Welcome back to Not 97. This is season five, episode seven, featuring Anthony Blue Jr., aka Stony Blue, a prolific DJ, producer, photographer, artist, and more. Blue introduces us to Atlanta's Das Global as well as Sounds Fire, a track he produced from lyricist Jasmine Labrie's latest project. We discuss Kaya Crawford's strong and subtle single Sell It, the genre-bending forward-facing sounds of Wolf to Michaels, and break down the vast influence of the African diaspora with Obang Jayar's masterful track Adjacent Heart. Blue also plays us out with a track of his own called Love on Wheels, live from Noah, and brought to you by Amuse.io. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to the show, 997, not a podcast, not a radio show. We are here once again at the Noah store with the new normal squad around the table. Genesis. What's up? Feeling great. Rashad, the dot wave God. Yeah, chilling, man. Alive. Trusting God. We've got a very special guest in the shop for episode 5.7. The man himself, Stony Blue. Trusting God. And Blue Jr. How's it going? DJ, artist, photographer, musician, creative. I could keep going. Let the people know a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you come from. Well, again, you said my name already. My name is Anthony Blue. I'm from Dallas, Texas originally, but I've been in New York since 2012. I do a little bit of this and that. I don't, I'm not good at bragging, but it's a lot of art stuff. We're happy to have you. 997 is brought to you by Amuse.io. The homies. The homies. Shout out to Amuse. Getting love from Billboard. <clears throat> got that cover. We about to get into it. We got a lot of really interesting music to play this evening. I'm excited. The first artist I have is a young woman from LA. Her name is Kaya Crawford. She had an album called 97 that was out last year. I don't have too much to say about her, so let's just get into it. Talk about it afterwards. This song was produced by Sean Matsukawa. That's her boyfriend. Genesis said, nah, word to our homie, Love Mansui. Word is that they all work together, LA family. So this is Sell It by Kaya Crawford. Oh, oh. 
There you go. Yeah. Sell it. Yeah. Kaya Crawford. I mean, her vocal hits you right away, but also that like subtle, minimal production mixed with the, I mean, almost feels like this like classically trained vocal is just captivating She's all the way through. She's just floating. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, definitely some chill vibe shit, but the the ride out at the at the end, I don't know, it's something about that kind of turns me up sometimes. It's like a breakdown, but it's at the end of the song, so... Even though it was more chill throughout the most of the song, that still gave it that that energy at the end. That she gave it the vibe at the end and gave it that strength to, you know, ride out towards the end. It's definitely super minimal, and I feel like it's so wide open that she could have went any direction on there, but it's fire. Like, that simple stuff is really, like, there's a space for it, and it just works. Like, it could have been anything on there. And the fact that her voice is so beautiful with this, like... She's just pushing it. It's probably like a bedroom. Like, did she make that or someone else made it? She made it and then her boyfriend produced it. So, Sean Matsukawa. So, yeah, they're definitely, like, working together. This just felt like something that you could just make at the crib and, and you just ride and catch it. Well, like you were saying, Rashad, the way it develops and the way, like, they push her vocal and the, like, layering that goes on there. It's a minimal sound, but the way it just keeps developing over on itself like is what kept me there and like kept me attentive the whole way through it definitely could fit on a lot of the um, playlisting a lot of, of the vibe centric music oh yeah definitely you know just stuff that's for a particular mood there's just like a world of potential for her to hit with with a voice like that and being open to being on like more creative more like uh off kilter left field beats in here and there so yeah i'm excited to see what happens kai crawford what we got next blue you up next okay writing is by my homie mike dose he goes by dose global um he's originally from atlanta but i don't know where he's based at now sometimes he's here sometimes he's in london my first time hearing this song was at the end of his music video he just released he just released a project as well he had like a 30 second preview of this one and it was like the loop in the first course and as soon as i heard it, i was like bro you gotta send me that one so it's called writing by dose global Trippin' looking up this window Trying to figure out how this thing go Looking for a source or a cheap call Fear no evil I've been riding my wrongs Got some problems to solve Bet the time can heal all I've been trying, I've been trying I've been riding my wrongs Got some problems to solve Heard the time can heal So beautiful, I guess I'm not her type I've been riding my wrongs Got some problems to solve I heard the time can heal all I've been trying, I've been trying I've been riding my wrongs Got some problems to solve I heard the time can heal all I've been trying, I've been trying 
it takes over and makes money off it, but pushes the artist in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the artist wakes up and says, what the fuck's going on here? And then they do their own shit, and then it just goes the right way. Yeah. It's like everyone's story. I used to think like, I used to think like, why me? But then I, <clears throat> I used to watch like, and then I started watching like all these come up documentaries on YouTube, like, of like, yeah, say like Will Smith or Mike Tyson or like Jay-Z and shit. They all had their, they all had their raw days. They all had their commercial days. They all had their raw what the fuck's going on days. Their Britney shaver for the hair days. Yeah. Like it goes crazy. Like yo, like this is fucked. And then they go back to what they wanted. Yeah, they take over. Like they're like, yo, I know where I got finessed, and I'm not letting it happen again. And then you meet a kind of like new, stronger version of the person they always were. You know, I think I'm just at that point. Yeah. yeah. So he sent you that little hook right there? Yeah, he just sent me it before it came out. The album just came out this month. The cover art for this is crazy. Yeah, his aesthetics, it's always himself. And even like the way he dresses, like if you look him up, he's got his own style. Like all his art direction is crazy. And it's just very one of one. I fuck with that. It, the melody was stuck in my head right after it went off. So I already know what time it is. Also that guitar, like that guitar the whole way through, just like I feel like guitar in hip-hop shit these days is like super heavy but like i love it every time and that guitar and that bass like rides out the whole way it says it in the soundcloud credits that it's uh this dude peach curls on guitar so you gotta shout out peach shout curls because that curls. yeah that peach riff's girl. crazy and a great name when it first hits and everything's going on i didn't necessarily expect him to come in with a full verse like rapping which was exciting to me and then like the whole song just like it like balances between a bunch of different genres and like it, it sounds like a mixture of like the london influence i don't know if he's like always in london but it, it had that london pop vibe more than even i feel like an american I, I don't know just like the the melody to me just the tone of the song and then i mean of course it gave it away at the end you know when there's you know a whole dialogue and shit but like it made more sense you were introducing him and then I had that, you know, that knowledge beforehand. That melody, like, I feel, I just feel like those artists take that melody more. And it's just with the, the combination between that and then the, the U.S. aesthetic on a pop basis. I fuck with it. It was a combination of both. Even to touch on that, too, there's a part in the song where he's like, America is so beautiful. I guess she's not my type. Yeah. So that's probably like another one, like, from his situations of going through here to like having to go somewhere else that's not his home to find whatever it is he's looking for. And one of the reasons I picked the song, too, is just the message of like the hook is like fixing like your mistakes and like trying to find where you belong and all of it. So I'm a big fan of like messages that I can relate with as I grow older versus like stuff I used to listen to. Like, I don't want to hear about people dying in my music. It's the message alone, too, even adds to all of that. It's definitely a mature message because it's like a, it's uplifting, but it's also like a complicated message, like about like going through what you've been through and pushing forward through that and like kind of a motivating yourself to like work to try to do better. And yeah, I really appreciate that. Rashad, are we keeping it positive? <laughs> Not really. I hope I'm going to say bro name right. This is Waste My Time by Zaya. Yellow brick with no fear No cheap girl when we're looking up the 
Congo Started we was dreaming with our eyes closed Fucked up, had to blunt my way These days everything's sideways New girls wanna come my way Acting like they know the feeling I'm on hey, You can hit the road, I'm done with you all Won't get involved, won't get a call from me Nothing at all, that's my resolve Atlanta, twenty year old. One is 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 you know streamlined what's what's hot right now, I guess. And then like being able to take elements of rock, I guess, if that's what we even calling it, and then mixing it with like just uh funk and other shit and being young and just keeping that shit alive, I fuck with that. I think it was a fully realized idea for for artists, so I, I you know, had to had to put my boy in the platform. But I don't know much about him. Like, a song has under 2,000 plays and shit, so. I knew it was a shot pick right away once that chorus came in. There's that heavy N-E-R-D Pharrell, like, chorus right there. I wasn't too mad at it. I feel like a lot of, not a lot, but people have tried to hit that. It never really sounds great. Oh, he hit it. He has a good voice, too. Like, yeah. he has, like, this, like, little raspiness to it. For some reason, the beat kind of reminded me of, like, old Wale. Uh, like, I feel like I could hear Wale on it. You know what? You're right. And it's the live drums, too. Kind of, like, go-go type of vibe. I didn't, I didn't think of that, but you, you are 100% right. I would love to see this shit live. Full band. The, like, N-E-R-D slash, like, Anderson Pac energy that you're talking about. That is like a very kind of like hip hop meets like punk and funk thing right there. And I think he hits that middle ground super well. And that like it keeps it really playful. Like you want to be seeing it live. You want to see a full band doing it and be like jumping around the whole time. That's kind of what makes it different from like an Anderson Pac type of shit. Because Anderson Pac will just do the funk really ultimately. He don't really like do that breakdown. Any RD mix with this funk type of sound was kind of different in a way. I, I haven't really seen many people try to cross back and forth like that 
and I honestly didn't expect it. When I heard it, I was like, oh, he just going to do the whole funk thing. And then I was like, oh, he got a nice little breakdown. His delivery is super, like, contagious, too. Seems very charismatic and, like, comfortable up there. He's got some bars in there, too. He said, small mind want to act like you live in large. The whole chorus is don't go wasting my time. Like, low-key sound like he had to get some out on the track. I think it's up to you, Genesis. Genesis, we about All to right, get well, emotional. We're about to get very emotional. But you know what it is? When I'm really happy, I love listening to sad music. My pick is, I hope I'm saying his name right too, Obong Jayar. He has a song called Adjacent Heart, and it's basically like, just feels like a love letter. I think it is a love letter. He starts off singing, but it kind of swifts into a spoken word. Um, he's from Nigeria, currently based in London. He's gotten some like really cool looks with like interview with like Julia Adenuga. He's gotten some a write up on Pitchfork. I'm pretty sure he's signed to XL now that I like think about it because he was featured on the Everything Is Recorded EP. Yeah, my guess he's already signed, but I really fucked with the record. So this is Adjacent Heart by Obun Jayar. Adjacent Heart, I can lay here and watch you sleep until this dark outside turns a smile. You're so still the way you are. You keep me calm. I'm unafraid. This feels so good. I could get used to being in love. Jason Hart, I can lay here and watch you sleep until this dark outside turns a smile. You're so still the way you are. You keep me calm. I'm unafraid. This feels so good. I could get used to being in I've loved the city like some change, grow mine But my train tickets say I'm underage My days stretch like this money in my hand I get too busy, I forget the little things Like how's your day? Suck me into my alien, your planet is We run in different circles at different speeds And where I make excuses, you make time for me Take care of me And pull me up when I'm running and signed up to my knees Watching you sleep and I can see all of the things I take for granted Sunken in this double bed at my mother's place, you're so at peace and so content. This isn't where we wanna be, it's where we are. And you stick it out with Jason me. Heart, I can lay here and watch you sleep until this dark outside turns a smile. You're so still the way you are, you keep me calm. I'm unafraid. This feels so good, I could get used to being in love. Jason Heart. Until this dark outside turns a smile, you're so still the way you are. You keep me calm, I'm unafraid. This feels so good, I could get used to being in love. If there's a guy, she's you. Can't wait till you wake up.
Genesis. Pull up. Adjacent heart. Ooh. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is right in your lane. It is. This shit's crazy though. Nah. But like going back to everything we talked about this, like adjacent heart. This dude, what did you say? He's from Nigeria and then now lives in London. And he basically he just wants people who are from Nigeria who are currently in London to kind of accept more of like their culture and bring that sound over into their music and he's just kind of being like the spearheader of that. This song fucked me up. And it also is like most world sound is kind of cutting through from dance as opposed to R&B. So that's a good uh, angle. It brings the Afro beats. From a different side. I fuck, I fuck with that. This whole song is just powerful though. Like from his own delivery to like the way the instrumental works and builds and like, I mean, like I said before, I don't, I never, I didn't even expect him to come in with the like spoken word or with the poetry. Like I didn't expect him to come in with that. I just thought the the intro was beautiful and the song was gonna like mature off that. And so when he came in, basically with like a whole different song, it messed with me. And then I was like, all right, that's the switch up. And then it switched back. Yeah, that's the dexterity of the artist right there. You know. Yeah. Trying to show your range on the track is a a different skill. You know, it's a it's a tactful thing to let the listener know like I, I know I, I don't just sing you know I do other shit his singing voice is very soft and subtle so when he comes in with the spoken word it like completely flips it this is the type of song that makes you question like if you're making music like if this person is making this level of music where am I at compared to this cause it's so good it just makes you like want to get back in there and work hard and then he also like went sicko mode in R&B format, which is crazy. Like, switch up styles like that in an R&B record. The complexity of that in the song, and then there's a bar in there. He said, like, I don't know if it's a bar, but when he was saying the poetry, he said, like, the right amount of everything, which is, like, the acceptance of, like, this person. But your music is so complex. It's like, how are you going to say that about someone else when you're putting more ingredients into your music, which is, like, oh, wow. Like, he just has an understanding on what's happening as far as, like, the music creation and the expression of whoever it is he's talking about. It's just it's just beautiful that he's tapping in and he's aware of what's happening. It just shows like the pretty and the ugly sides of love. And like that, there's so many elements in there and it's a complicated and mature like love song. Cause yeah, there are so many different things in there. The Yeah, like you said, the sweet spots, the moments, and then the more direct like focused energy it shows yeah all the different dimensions of love the line i picked this isn't where what do you, you have the ending this isn't where we want to be it's where we are i didn't even catch it the first couple of times but the little like bird sounds and like the little like Ooh, nature, I, didn't, I haven't caught that yeah there's like little bird nature sounds at the end i don't know bring it all together like but there you go next song we're staying in london a little bit this is an artist who grew up in the suburbs of L.A. He goes by Kuma Overdose. This is a song that's off his latest record, come out a couple weeks ago, called Lofty. It is featuring 
one of my favorite lyricists from London, up and coming dude called Lord Apex, who I've been wanting to play on the show for a minute, but he's a little bit out of our out of our followers range, but he's definitely one of the most interesting dudes doing it right now. Kuma Overdose, though, this artist, he's a producer and lyricist. He comes from an Asian American household and he talks about a lot of his music kind of reflects that Asian American identity and tries to blend sounds from like his history from Japanese folk music and from hip hop and trap and more um, Americanized forms of music. This is it. This is Wanda by Kuma Overdose featuring Lord Apex. Lovely there outside. They're gonna close the man on Hey. Touch elbows, hell no. Heard some niggas strap like some Velcro. Shell toe, stepping through a block where I'm well known. Fresh home, cousin out of jail, so we solo. Look, I was in the crizzy, blowing on Lizzie. Told him mine is busy, I'm busy. Hanged up the fizzy, picked up the splizzy. Talking straight water, I ain't sipping no fizzy. Talking straight slaughter, 21 type Rizzy. Talking straight daughters, head game type Izzy. Hit my nigga Nizzy, dizzy, trying to cop the fizzy. Cause you know Jizzy had me feeling like Wizzy. Turned around, I said, You want the grind or really Grizzy? He said, He want the grind cause he ain't with the Lizzy. Just the life of a Mizzy. I was getting busy, you was listening to Drizzy. Smoke the whole pump like MK. Older hit the lick for like 10K. Hit my line and said he had to keep it low for 10 days. So you can get split in like 10 ways. Men play, keep your head safe where your bed lay. Comprende? It's a hot liquor, no vicula Pour it slower, drink too much, I feel bipolar Ay, Don't wait till I get sober, so drink her Let the Yamazaki talk to my lover My wonder, I wonder, I wanna have it all cause I'm a dreamer Oh dreamy shit, I fall for like a buffalo soldier Yeah, um, like a buffalo soldier Knock, knock, no shoes, one, two Until that walk down like Mr. Kool-Aid, man I wonder if she ever took that plan She got me high for free, K.O.D. Three some with her bestie A one-hit wonder on the comma Kicking on K-Royals laced up 2001 lover, yeah A chillin' on the rooftop They see me coming, jumping on the rocket Then I pull up, yeah.
There you go. That's Wanda. Alright. I fuck with the uh artwork a lot, actually. This is my favorite artwork of the of the night. Um and I also agree with the Lord Apex shit. I had some Lord Apex songs that I just couldn't quite play. Yeah, I kind of hit the sweet spot. With the feature. He's just got a crazy delivery. Like, he's just got a crazy way of rapping. And I don't... It's not necessarily just his, like, heavy British accent, but it's just, like, the way he finesses these, like, casual flows is unlike any, like, up-and-coming rappers that I've heard. This song, it's, like, the cultural crossover. You know, it's important. It's not, like, overstated. It just exists. And it works perfectly, which I think we talked about other times on the show where it's like it's finding that sweet spot and just crossing over and just being able to like translate your culture and then like just foreign cultures into like the mass market where this is one of those where it's like, you know, I could I could see it doing things. You know, it's not a forwardly like super British thing. But yeah. That's my take. I think it's really interesting just how the Asian American community is in urban culture. They've never had like any like major rapper that's been Asian or anything like that. Like it's K-pop, like it's pop, like they are beyond limits, borders. Yeah, but even like <laughs> I remember two years ago, I went to this hip hop show. This Asian guy came and he performed a full like Japanese rap song, like. And that shit was so hard. I don't know what's the what's the ceiling. Like this is that's why I said it before. Like this is more like okay, I understand where the cross the cultural crossover is like it's marketable. Where it's like a Japanese rapper is rapping in yeah, but Japanese. I, I think that's also why. Like if you listen to this and you don't know that, like it's not gonna, yeah, not gonna it's know. not gonna come out like right away. But I think. That's why, like, he feels really strongly about that. And in interviews and when he's promoting his shit, he really wants to, like, make that a point. Like, this is this is who I am. I'm Asian American and, like, it informs my music. And so it's, like, a very important thing for him to make it part of his story. I think it's a smoking song. Yes, I'm chill. But I think it definitely is a smoking song because it's, like, Lord Apex's tracks are, like, oftentimes. And then he comes in with his... His shit, like, second verse, his kind of wonky, like, stream of thought, almost experimental flow. At first, like, listening to it, I wasn't really sure about it. And then, like, I kind of just let it keep playing. It is, like, this, like, spacey, like, half-baked kind of verse where, yeah, it feels like he put the beat on, like, smoked one and just kind of, like, went off. And, and it keeps it a little playful and, like, keeps it going. You up? Uh, my second track is by my friend Jasmine Labrie. She's from the Bay Area. I think she's from Oakland, to be exact. And she was living out here in New York for a bit, and we recorded um, her last EP, the Take Flight EP. We made some of it in Jersey and finished it in Brooklyn. And um, and this is it. <laughs> this is Sounds Fire by Jasmine Labrie.
Talk about like the process of that track. Yeah, you produced that, right? Yeah, I produced it in Brooklyn. We probably made like ten songs and picked six of them, and um, that was one of the Brooklyn ones. And usually when me and Labrie get up, we I just make beats and then she'll just jump in and freestyle. So like a lot of our uh, music is, well, she kind of does like this repetitive thing, kind of like house music on like hip hop beats. So it's like a repetitive message. And it's, that's a different kind of love song because she starts off like, you saying this and this and this, but like stop fucking around. Like, and so it's like one of my favorite like love songs for like New York in a sense. Like if you guys ever been in the dating scene here, you know how wild it gets. And so that was her like expressing like her uh, frustrations with it over like a, uh, over some shit we made she's tight though she'll freestyle for like six minutes and we'll just pick like the best one and then make the song off of the part that she likes so it's just rapping in the cadence of like playboy and like uzi and everybody that's why i fuck with it because this is the, the cadence you know yeah, she freestyled the whole shit that shit's hard that's even more she's tight. she got big freestyles once you told hard. me the process it even made more sense like as to why it would be in the same or like cadence, you know, and, and that's even more fresh. The process is all there. Like, I fuck with that. I do feel like we're in the part of art where like women are breaking a lot of barriers now still. And and then even as artists, you just make the stuff you want to make. So I, I feel like if you guys were talking about like women doing the Cardi or like Uzi thing, it's like if they make that decision to like rap like that, that's their choice. And then where everybody categorizes it, that's on the audience. Like, cause we're in a part where there's so many open-minded listeners and there's so many like people want to hear that shit. Like it's so wide open that was right awesome. now. Rashad, just play what you got to play. Here you go. Waves the Real by Wolf DeMichaels.
like there's no love lost The ways are real again You think I'm going somewhere like that that was good thank good you good pick God. that production was crazy yeah. did he um, produce that i believe so um he does produce the way it starts out is like waves are real i don't know how i really got put on but he has some work with big crit that's i guess most notable like artist that you would know but he does he definitely does produce um this is off a new project like he wasn't making music for a while like he kind of stopped this is all something new that he just put out. It's just a lot of different layers to it that I was, I was fucking with, you know. It gave me kind of that house vibe too, you know, because it had that it had that sample on top of a a vocal that was like altered, and then it, it was pretty repetitive. So it was I feel like it get looped, you know. It's, it's one of those, you know, and it also just reminded me of like Zap and Roger in my mind like when it developed in my mind like when i heard this song when i used to hear like computer love when i was a child this is like the development like this is what i thought it love songs would sound like in fucking 2019 because of that song where it was like fucking auto-tune and like altering of your voice and shit this is just like what it sounded like to me <laughs> like this is like what they were talking about in that time but like now and I was just like, word, this is fucking cool. Because he records pretty much all his shit, like, with this voice. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I fuck with this guy. Um, and this has been out for a month, you know, 2,000 plays. Definitely a modern sound and definitely that, like, I like that, like, sedated, kind of, like, moody, deep energy. Yeah. I mean, the shit is literally called Waves Are Real, so, you know. Blue, you heard his shit before? I feel like when Party Next Door had just came out, he was dropping stuff around that same time, and it was kind of getting some comparisons. You're not lying. The last shit on his SoundCloud, like, two years, a year ago. Yeah, so don't let Drake find that shit. You can feel the emotion in it. You can feel the realness in it. And I'm biased because he's from Texas. I love how mysterious, like he, like, he drops when he wants to. It's usually, like, one or two songs, and it'll disappear. And it's like, damn, like, 
it just he just leaves you wanting more versus we're in a time where people are dropping constantly, constantly. And then the textures too, like there's textures in the bass, there's textures on his voice, and then it's just a good a good song. It, it's so much easier, to, like you say, to dr- drop when you want when you have control of your entire creating process. Like if you're producing your shit. And, you know, you're the artist, you can create when you want, and you can draw when you want. That's the allure of a lot of people now. And he he definitely, I can see why he would be getting, like, the party next door comparisons previously, because he still has it, like, I don't show my face thing, like, I don't, this is not my real voice. Like, if I was walking around, you wouldn't notice me type of thing. So I, I fuck with that. Still hard to do. Genesis, we going back into Genesis is bad. <laughs> We're going back into sad vibes. Mm. This is another song that I've had on my iTunes for months. And I just listened to it over and over again because it's like the lyricism and then his voice just sounds so great. So the artist's name is James Drill. He's from Nashville. I watched a so far performance of him performing the song and he literally sounds exactly the same. So that's why I was like, I gotta pick this because this is a record. So this is Twist My Arm by James Drill. to stairs between us And at least 15 people I've never met You're talking politics and it's my weakness To watch you do what you do And sometimes I feel like I haunt you from the other side of the room And sometimes I feel like you want to call me up when you're feeling blue So you twist my arm and you let me go You twist my arm when you're feeling alone And you don't need me like I'm needing you to And the tone you take leaves me black and so blue You twist my heart so I can't let go It started out like a whisper Now you're a song I can't get out of my head If I knew how much you missed her I could be someone else's ghost instead And sometimes I feel like I haunt you From the other side of the room And sometimes I feel like you want to Call me up when you're feeling blue So you twist my arm Then you let me go You twist my arm When you're feeling alone And you don't need me Like I'm needing you to 
skin so blue you twist my heart So I can't let go I can't let go Yeah, we emotional. Ending and off. I feel so sad. I actually feel so happy. No, it's a beautiful song. Both of the songs that you played. I think they're ballads. I think they're definitely ballads, but they're like beautiful. (laughs) They get you in your feelings, but like in a, it's a happy crying. It's emotional as fuck. Yeah. It's that sunshine after the rain. At least that's what you think until that rain (laughs) comes back for that round (laughs) two. Goddamn. Hold on. I'll fuck with that again with the strong vocal shit. He could have been on a damn XL album too. Nah, his voice is incredible. Like when I watch, I listen. Listen to it live, actually for the first time today, and I was like, he literally just sounds the same. Like, cause it's like the most painfully sweet voice I've ever heard. Where you say he was from? Nashville. I mean, the whole song I felt was just like masterful, from his voice to the production of it to like the timing of it, like the way that it just like builds up and like never fully like breaks. But it's just like, it's like this like big wave that just like keeps going. It doesn't need to break. It's just like this like swelling of emotions. I've definitely cried to the song. Oh, all right. I listened to it in the middle of the night. It was just like a tear coming down. Definitely uh, qualifies what you're saying, Matt. It, it make you feel emotional. It's one of those big records that just hit. I think once it hits, it's probably going to be, for me, one of those ones that I'm going to start hitting skip on after a while. <laughs> It's, yeah, just, it's, it's a bit too emotional for me. And she's just pulling from a, a place I haven't really felt that before. So I'm not, it's not relating with me too much. I'm not tapping in yet. Yo, shout out to the art for this one too. Bro's got Twist My Arm tattooed on his hand. I feel your pain, James. Is that one you have on repeat? Oh, absolutely. If I haven't had it on repeat, I'm not going to play it here. There it is. We ended it strong. We ended it with tears, but 5.7 wrapped up we started it off sell it by kaya crawford produced by sean matsukawa out in la then das global with the track writing zaya waste my time we had adjacent heart by obang jayar then kuba overdose wanda featuring the man lord apex sounds fire jasmine labrie produced by your boy Stony Blue. And then Waves Are Real, Wolf to Michaels, and ended it in the bag. James Droll with the track Twist My Arm. 997 is brought to you by Amuse.io. Amuse is a free distribution service and a record label. Download that, upload your music to that. They get in the love, they support in us. Blue. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your picks. Thank you for your knowledge while you are here. I know you just dropped a little project. If you would be so kind to play us out with something of your own. So this is from Black House Brownstone. It's called Love on Wheels. (laughs) 